There we go. So, once again, I surely appreciate you for coming here. I cannot say that enough. But this is Thanksgiving season. I don't think we spend a lot of time thanking God. Uh, like I said earlier, we don't spend enough time thanking Him. Matter of fact, sometimes I see like saying thank you is almost a weakness when you say thank you to some people. But I would suggest you when you say thank you that it's really strength. It's really honor to give honor to where honor is due. Scripture shows that God's people from the very beginning were thankful. God's people always gave him gratitude. But before I get into some of those people, I want there to be an understanding of what thanks and thanksgiving truly are. So some things, sometimes we just totally miss the point. One word for thanks, now I'm going to Hebrew word, but I'm going to break it down. It's yada. This word yada means to give thanks to Lord or to praise. It means to confess the name of God. It, it means to be grateful, to give praise to God. This word yada is Hebrew, but it actually means to give praise to God. We all talk about praise and worship. So when we truly praise God, we're admiring God. We're thanking God. We're giving him all due honor because that he's worthy of honor. And then there's that another word, thanksgiving, which is similar but quite different. It comes from the Hebrew, uh, Hebrew word todah. Now, this word means to give praise to God. It's talking about thanksgiving in songs. Hymns of praise, giving praise to God. That's why I took time this morning to let some of the songs praise and give God glory. So I wanted to give thanksgiving from within. Let God know that we honor him in song. We thank him with our lips. We also honor him in song. There are many instances of God honoring, I'm sorry, of people honoring God with thanksgiving. One person was David. If you read the scripture, it tells you find David went through a whole lot of stuff. Some stuff he put on himself, but some stuff he put, was put on him just because he honored God. But David took time in, in 2 Samuel 22 and 50. He says, Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. David said, I'm not going to keep this to myself. I'm going to thank you even where the heathen are, even where those who don't love you are. I'm going to say thank you. Let me put it in, in a more modern term. If I'm in a grocery store, I'm going to say thank you. If I'm in a gas station, I'm going to say thank you. If I'm walking down the street, I'm going to say thank you. Because if I truly love God, I cannot keep thanksgiving to myself. I got to let God know no matter where I am that I honor him and I worship him and I adore him. Even where the heathen are, I'm going to give thanks. Isn't that something? I'm going to thank God even in the face of those who don't love God. <laughs> uh, I think that's a wonderful thing. Second Samuel 
also shows them reflecting on the many things that God accomplished on his behalf. David recognized not only the sovereignty of God, but also the goodness of God. In other words, David recognized how great God is. He also saw how good God is. Verse 36 says, Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy gentleness has made me great. He said, Thou hast also given me the shield of thy salvation, and thy gentleness hath made me great. David said, I recognize your salvation, I recognize you delivering me from sin, and I recognize your shield that protects me. I'm going to honor you because of that. I'm going to thank you because you're so kind and good to me. <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful thing. David recognized his weakness. And honored God's strength in his life. Mm, we're talking about Thanksgiving now. <laughs> David also recognized the liberty power of God as well as God's ability to increase his good. David, you know, there are people who, who suggest that being rich is, is a sin. But God never says that. God never said if you're rich is a sin. God said the love of the love of money is the root of all evil. That's different. David was a rich man, and David honored God with his riches. Somebody knows what I'm talking about around here. David honored God with his riches. Therefore, David blessed God because of what God had done for him. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I hope you're talking the truth up in here right now. David, prior to his thanksgiving, had endured a number of problems. His enemies sought to destroy him, but God would not allow David to be destroyed. It's because of this that David was held in high esteem among many people. Watch this, verses 48 through 49. It is, a, it is God that avenged me. God! <laughs> I, I, I gotta stop right there. It is God that avenged me. There are people out there, some people out to get me. I'm going to tell you the truth. They don't have to that I preach the gospel. They get mad at me because I preach the gospel. There are people who did not like David and sought to kill him. But David said, no, God, I thank you because you are David. You stand on my behalf. You are my shield and my buckler. And I thank you for doing that for me. Oh, my goodness. Somebody got to read the scripture up in here. And that bringeth down the people under me, and that bringeth forth mine enemies. Thou hast watched this. Also lifted me up on high above them that rose against me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this truth. I don't have this dream all the time, but I had it quite regularly. I haven't had it in a while. And that dream is of me. Yeah. I, I take the running sometimes, but what happens is I take the flight. Just me and this body. Not in the airplane. I'm just flying. And I asked me about that one day. Why, 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 why am I flying in my dream? This is because you are above the circumstances. Oh, my, 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 my. You are above the circumstances. The circumstances are not going to keep you down. You are above the circumstances. God, you're right, preacher, back there. You're right. God is doing some stuff for me. Amen. Amen. God is. 
I'm above the circumstance. <laughs> oh my goodness. The circumstance can't keep me down. Mm. Now watch this. Thou hast also lifted me on high above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Oh, there are people that want to kill you because you stand for right. Awesome. Damn right. There are people who want to kill you because you are, because that's your very presence of sin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you stand for right. There are people who want to kill you just because they don't like what they see in you because they know they should know what you don't. That's right. <laughs> but God has delivered me from the violent man. <laughs> and you know what I <laughs> oh my God! Look here, in First Chronicles chapter sixteen, it, it, it talks about more about Thanksgiving. And while David is careful to recognize the holiness of God, he was also grateful to recognize the deeds of God. He recognized who God is and what God did. We talk about that when David, uh, uh, when the Ark of the Covenant in chapter fifteen over there, Chronicles was uh, was was, uh, was recovered. You see, because it was taken, it should not have been taken, but then it was recovered. Second Chronicles sixteen verses seven through nine. I'm gonna read that. Then on that day, David delivered first this psalm. Now, a psalm, if you don't know, is either a poem or a song. To the Lord into the hand of Asaph and his brethren. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Ye of all his wondrous works. Look here. You're not telling somebody about the goodness of God, you're doing something wrong. I'm gonna say that one more again, in case they, they didn't hear me in the back. I said, you're not telling nothing by it about something good that God has done. You are doing something wrong. Yeah, you're so right. You're so right. Because we're delivered by the, by the word of our testimony and the blood of the man. It's our testimony that delivers us. Okay, yeah, you're right. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say, tell somebody about Jesus. That's right. I'm trying to say, live a life that represents his holiness. I'm saying, be thankful in everything that you do. In everything that you say, give God thanks. Yeah, give, this right. Right. give God thanks, man. Oh, this is Thanksgiving season, isn't it? <laughs> oh, oh man. my goodness. They got to keep God with faith. Yeah. <laughs> sing to him songs and to him sing it. Talk of all his wonders. Uh, you know what? I can tell you, I can tell you testimony after testimony after testimony. <laughs> How God has done things for me. Yeah, how he's healed some things inside of me. How he's delivered me when people tried to destroy me. Yeah. I mean, people have literally tried to destroy me. Yeah, they're going to try. And God said, uh-uh. uh-uh Not so. Nah, and God made me a promise. I, I, may as well, I may as well say, just talk to you about how good God is. His wondrous works. He promised me, I'm not going through what's happening right now, but he promised me that those who came against me will suffer dire consequences. He also promised me that those people who stood with me would be blessed. That's right. 
Oh my goodness. And I'm here to taste some of those who, who who came against me right now. They can't they can't do that with you with God though. They're not doing so well right now. Come on. The more you call on God, okay. Mm. Mm. Somebody stay with me for a minute. David is giving unto God with words of thanksgiving. But he's also encouraging people to join in with him and celebrating God with the heart. Look at him. It's okay to honor God when you're by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. That's called prayer time. That's called personal. That's called relational. There also comes a time we got to bring somebody in with us. You got to keep God. That's why we have to have what we call church service. We got to bring somebody in. The two or three get together in my name. There am I in the midst of them. Yeah. We got to thank God not just by ourselves. We got to bring other people in with us. That's right. Somebody, somebody, somebody understands what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, we need to bring other people in. We can't just do this in, 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 in by ourselves all the time. Yes, thank God when you're by yourself. I'm not saying don't do that. Yes, give them glory. Please do. Yeah. But bring somebody in with you sometime. Uh-huh. Come, come to church sometime. Yeah. Now, bring somebody with you to church sometime. Say, look at here. We gotta go get God some Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Let's go where God's people are. Right. Somebody hear what I'm talking about. Hey, I know what you're talking about. Verses 1 through 3. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. <laughs> Look at here. That's Psalm 136. Now watch this. There's some interesting things in that song. One thing is we recognize Lord. That word Lord is Jehovah. The existing one. I'm going somewhere with this. I need to make, I need to make it real plain. The second word, the God of gods. This is the one true and living God. In case they had, just in case you had missed it, there's but one God. That's Jehovah. That's right. He is God. The God of God, the God, the small G, they, 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 they don't exist. You gotta be a number one. One God. You gotta be a number one. Now watch this. And there's the Lord of Lords. Yeah. The Lord or God of all. The most sovereign. If he's not Jehovah, he's not God. If he's not the Lord of Lords, don't pay him any mind. They deserve no credit. But Daniel was another man who endured difficulties. He was tempted or even told he needs to pray to a God that did not exist. David wouldn't do it. In Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Now when Daniel knew. Oh, and by the way, those who listen to this recording, break out your Bibles and your pens and your pads and take some notes. And go study this thing on your own so you can see what I'm saying is true. I know what you're saying too. Daniel 6 and 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went to his house 
and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did before time. Look at him. In that day, the people were told they couldn't honor anybody except one and not the God of gods. Old Darius signed a decree. And King Darius said, no, you are not going to worship anybody except who I tell you. And right now you're going to worship me. Yeah. Mm. Daniel said, not so. Daniel said, no. No. Whereas King Darius, I honor you as king, you are not God. Yeah. Oh, Daniel said, King Darius, I, I, I know that you want to be honored and praised, and I give you honor as a king, but I will not worship you. <laughs> I will not adore you. <laughs> I will not bow down to you. That's right. Amen. Amen. Hold that thought for a minute, sir. I, I got to finish preaching. Hold that thought, please, All sir. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Old Darius could not get godly worship from Daniel. <laughs> Daniel reserved that just for God. Daniel's going through something for that. Daniel's going through something for that. You see, because when you go against the norm, when you go against what the world says, when you go against society, you will not be afraid of society. Yeah. When you go against what the king says, you will not be afraid of the kingdom. That's right. But don't you worry about that now. Because you will be a friend of Jesus. And that's way more important. Way more important. Way more important. Now watch this. Jesus also had a lifestyle of thanksgiving. He also thanked the Father on a number of occasions. One such occasion was over in Matthew 15 and 36. And he took seven loaves, the verse says, and the fishes, and gave thanks, and break them, and gave to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. But watch that. And he took the seven loaves, referring to Jesus, and and the fishes, and gave thanks. Some of, some of us are not thankful for what we have to eat. That's right. But Jesus thanked the Father for the loaves and the fishes. So that's going to sit here after a while. And again, he thanked God, this time about Jesus, in Matthew 26 and 7. Yeah. What we call the Last Supper. And he took the cup and gave thanks. Yeah. And gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. Yeah. This is Jesus thanking the Father. Oh, that thing did. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm. Yeah. Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of God here, employed thanksgiving in his life. He thanked God for a number of things and a number of circumstances. His example of thankfulness provides the impetus for a way of life for believers. In other words, if Jesus, the Lord of Lords, can take time and humble himself and thank the Father, surely we can take time to be thankful. Right, thank you. Mm. A little honor. 
They real thing is. You know, sometimes I'm in school and I'm teaching in the school sometimes, and I'll do something for a kid. Sometimes you can look at me like I did, like, like I owe it to them. So you know what I'll do? I'll sit down and look at the kid. I'll go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And eventually they'll say thank you. <laughs> because it's not that I'm so great, because I'm not. God is. But if we get an attitude of Thanksgiving when we're young, we're not gonna have it when we're old. Mm, mm. Paul also took the heart to heart to think of Thanksgiving. In Philippians 4 6, he said, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Philippians 4 and 6. Let your request be made known unto God. Look here. It didn't say don't let me question to God. It didn't say just, just thank God. It didn't say don't make. It says make the request made known unto God, but do it with the heart of thanksgiving. Thank Him, honor Him, yeah. praise Him, yeah. and petition Him. Exactly. Make the request be known, made known with thanksgiving. Some of us just want to get there on there. We just want to say, give me this, do this, do that. God is not our genie. Yeah. Uh-oh. Let me say that one more game for those who didn't quite catch that. I said, God is not our genie. He doesn't have to do what we say. He is not required. He's God. But when we make our request known to him, and he's our request, not demands, we do it for Thanksgiving. He's only done so much for us. I can I can spend hours just talking about what he's done for me. And I know everything he says too. I can spend hours. I know everything he says Thank you, sir. Paul's encouragement is for the people of God to lay aside worrying, but rather to take up prayer. Come turn back. And that prayer should be showered with thanksgiving. The idea is not simply make requests of God, but that with request God is to be praised, worshipped, and adored. God is to be praised, worshipped, and adored. Mm. Once thanksgiving becomes a part of lifestyle, then offering things becomes second nature. 1 Thessalonians 5 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So I would suggest that if you want to get in the will of God, we've got to start being thankful. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in thanks. I'm sorry. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And then, oh, in 1 Timothy 4 and 4, for every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. There's that word again. Some folk won't eat certain things. They call it all kinds of stuff. But God said, uh-huh, you eat anything you want to eat, just be thankful. I don't eat this because of that. I don't eat this because of that. But God said, you can eat whatever. 
Just be thankful. <laughs> Isn't that so? Just be thankful. The bottom line is that there needs to be an attitude of thanksgiving prevalent among the people of God. We need to be thankful. I'm almost done. We need to love him. Without thanksgiving, we take advantage of the majesty of God. In Ephesians 5 and 20, give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, I'm saying all this to say, as we embark upon this Thanksgiving season, let's not be thankful just for the turkey and all the stuff like that. That's all wonderful. Let's be thankful for what God has done for us our health and our strength. Having sent Jesus Christ to die for us. These are the things that are most important. The food is okay. We got to be thankful for that. But I think the most important thing is the fact that God sent His only begotten Son to die on a cross that we can live. And if we miss that point, everything else is just no good at all. In all things, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. God bless.